Welcome to the Church Doctors Podcast with Scott and Marla Sheely. The Church Doctors Podcast is brought to you by Outpouring International. Love God, love people. That's right. Hello, everybody. My name's Scott. And I'm Marla. And we are the Church Doctors, and we're so glad that you're here with us today. Yes. It's a beautiful day here in uh, Columbia Falls, Montana. We actually have the sun shining. (laughs) It's wintertime now as we're recording this, and up here in the Flathead Valley that we live in, the sun doesn't shine every day. No. So when it does, we're sure happy. Everybody's excited and out on the roads and outside, but we're inside today, and we wanted to do a podcast, and we wanted to share a story. So today is Story Hour with Scott and Marla. This is a great faith-building story that anybody can uh, apply to your own life. Yeah, it's the story of how we went from living in a single-wide 1960-something trailer to living in a beautiful log home, two-story, four-bedroom, no-cost log home. Yeah. So uh, we were working in a 100-acre church camp that belonged to the church that we attended. Yes. Mm -hmm. In Manford, Oklahoma. On Lake Keystone. And the the camp itself was kind of a miracle provision story. Our pastor believed God for a camp that could minister to the the poor uh, ethnic side of town. And uh, he wanted a camp. He made a list, and he put it before God. He said, I want 100 acres. I want it to be on a lake, and I want it free. And so a friend of his found a Corps of Engineers campground on Lake Keystone that had been abandoned by the Corps. And uh, our church was able to, long story short, be able to rent this property for a dollar a year for a hundred years. And someone paid that. And so. Somebody paid the dollar right there at the table, and so our pastor got the the whole thing for free. And that was all. That's that's a very very short uh, Reader's Digest version of that story because it's an amazing story. Yeah, but because we're we're shortening that part of the story because. Today we want to tell you how we received a, a beautiful log home to live in instead of that old junky trailer house. Matter of fact, you fell through the floor of that trailer house one day. I did. I day. was pregnant. I was in the hallway, and there I went. Yeah, so they were they were old, and uh, we were living in, in there with uh, three kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, the it was it the floor was just a mess. If you've ever lived in a, a trailer house, you know that the floors don't always... Um, they were made out of particle board, yeah. and they got wet. Yeah, and I remember the bathtub would be. Um, it wasn't. It, it, it was not flat. It wouldn't drain. It all wouldn't the way. drain all the way. So there was always water in the. We bathtub. We had to push the water out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had three kids in one bedroom. I stacked them up. I made homemade bunk beds and kept stacking them up higher and higher until I made them all fit, and we made it work. But uh, one day we were in a meeting up in the cafeteria. Yeah. It was and, a staff meeting, I think, or yeah. maybe a weekend retreat or something of that and sort. And our pastor was there with his wife, and for right at one point in the meeting, he felt like we needed to... He, he said, let's all pray for Scott and Marla to have a new house. And then he said, uh, Scott, what are you believing for? <laughs> without, without telling me ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And of course, down inside of my heart, it had been the desire to live in a log home forever. And so I just yelled out in front of everybody and God, I'm believing God for a log home. 
and all the wind just sucked right out of my pastor's <laughs> chest. And uh, he, so he went ahead and prayed that we would we would have a home. Now you and, need to understand that everything that this ministry does in Oklahoma is debt free. So there's no right. there's everything that has been built and it still is. Yeah. They have and it's massive. It's massive ministry. It's worldwide. Yes. Yeah. And it has always been debt free. And the the modest operandi for the camp was to do it debt free also. Right. And uh one of the I guess the custom uh, for everybody curses on a camp is that everybody does it as cheap as they can. They get the free stuff they can get, yeah. and then they build everything junky in a camp. It just and seems I've like seen that at a seems lot like of that's camps. how camps yeah. work. And so maybe he kind of had it in the back of his head that we just need to get enough to get by for this to to make a camp. We don't need. Of course, we didn't own the property either. It was a right. lease, and that's so true. he was thinking maybe a double wide trailer house, a new one. For us would be nice, yeah. And but I, I just skipped right past that and and shouted out, "I want a a log home!" Right. So I find out after the meeting that he he couldn't get an agreement with with me on that for some reason, but his wife could. Yeah. And she bless her heart. She Yay. prayed out loud <laughs> over the whole meeting. Well, thank you, God. For a log home for Scott and I mean she just yeah. ripped it right out loud in front of everybody. Yeah. And uh and then the meeting was over and, and that was it. We didn't see hide nor hair of a log home for, for two years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think after well, that. Well it must have been a, a, for, because I uh we had three kids and we had been living there for quite a while. Yeah. And um and, and so we went, day, we, we went, we to, went on vacation. We, did. we went to Silver Dollar City, I think it was. In, in, in Branson, right? Missouri. Mm-hmm. And we, we got, got a phone, phone call, call from our pastor, which was, was it, a shock because he doesn't call me. Right. Well, it's a huge ministry. <laughs> yeah. And, you know. And he said, Scott, I got good news. There was a, a lady in our church that just loved the camp and in her will, if she was to die, she left a certain amount of money, like twenty-four or $28,000 for the camp, and I want you to use it for your house. And I was like, uh, and she had passed away, so they, she, they, she gave, her family gave the money to the church. And down in my heart, I was like, nice, but that ain't going to buy a house. <laughs> that's, that's not going to really even want. buy a double wide trailer let alone a long. So but it was a start. Yeah. And so we were excited uh about that. And then uh I don't know it was it was also during that certain <laughs> part of the the story where um there was a a, a mailbox store uh, it only was a, a liquor store. It was, uh, yeah, and it used to be a liquor store. And a really and a, popular and a uh, busy mailbox store. Or, you know, it was right, right on the corner yeah. of two two uh, roads that were pretty close to our church at yeah. that time in Tulsa. Yeah, and um, the Slotsky's Deli had mm-hmm. bought the lot and yeah. needed that I building still eating there. Uh, mm-hmm. taken away so that they could. Build a, their store. Mm-hmm. Well, come to, f- to find out, this building was a, a log building. It was it a twelve hundred square foot log mm-hmm. building with a roof on it and and windows. And it was in bad shape. And uh, yeah, it wasn't in real good they shape. They had taken care of the logs, but uh, but that needed to be removed. Uh, somebody suggested that 
maybe they would give it to the camp because I was looking for a log home. Mm -hmm. And uh, so our associate pastor thought that somebody said that they were going to give it to the camp. So he goes down there with all this thankful confidence, you know, thank you for giving this house to the church. And the guy was like, what? Uh, What are you talking about? Uh, We're going to take it apart and haul it out to the lake and put it up for our lake home. And, uh, you know, (laughs) so all this confusion was going on. Well, long story short, uh, the owner of the property uh, finds out and they gave it to the they church. Gave it to us. Uh, and so. But now we have to move it. So a moving company comes, and instead of being able to just pick up the whole thing and go down the road, they, it was too big. And so they had to, instead of taking it apart like you should, a real move of a log mm-hmm. structure, they cut it, cut it in, in half. half. <laughs> so here comes my log home. In two uh, that's in two pieces, mm-hmm. cut in half. I mean, straight down the sides with a chainsaw cut in half. Yeah, yeah. And it took all day to go uh, seventeen those, miles. Yeah, yeah, it was it was crazy. It, it was they had to stop and and keep putting it together and putting boards on it. It finally made it. They put one half on one side of the driveway and the other half on the other side and sat it down At on the blocks. Entrance of the camp, and mm-hmm. it sat there for another two years. Yeah. All the while, we're having to drive past this thing. Mm-hmm. It was like it was taunting us. Yeah. Hi, I'm your future house. Right. But, nothing, but I'm cutting half. But it, it, and it didn't look like anything else was going to happen because everything out there happened on donation basis. Right. And the uh, horses loved it. Yeah, we had they a couple would, horses on the camp. They would go inside, you know, their the half. Yeah. And hang out. And uh, you know they love to go in there and look at themselves in the reflection in the glass on, yeah. in the windows. Yeah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. But uh, so. I can't remember how did we get the money to put it together. Well, maybe that was what we used that twenty six. Maybe or we started 000, with that. Maybe that's when a, that miracle happened. Yeah, we had to uh, pour some concrete. Yeah, and uh, but but before that, uh, and to move the the old trailers, we got a call. You we you saw in the newspaper. Oh, I forgot about that. About yeah. the staircase. The staircase. I saw this thing in the the newspaper that someone was giving away an oak staircase, and I thought, well, cool, we could. You know, maybe we could have a a loft in this twelve hundred square foot. But it wasn't a two story building; it no, was just a just single a one, story but, building. But so here's my wife; she's yet. going, "Here's a staircase, honey." Maybe we <laughs> like, could have a loft. You know, <laughs> get my faith out there just a little bit. Right. So we contact these people, and sure enough, they say, "We'll bring some people with you. You can help. have it yep. if you can move it." Yeah, yeah. And because our church was a big church, we had some. Uh, construction Access. workers mm-hmm. that were full time there, mm-hmm. and uh, one of them is a, a, a equipment operator, and so they had a boom uh, truck kind of a piece of equipment, and they reached in the double front doors of this home that was sitting on a golf course that, that was being yeah. torn down, and and they grabbed this hundred and eighty degree. A spiral oak staircase that was custom made for this house. It was a twenty-one thousand dollar staircase with uh, bent handrails, oak balusters, all the curved, carved, uh, swoopy pieces on the ends, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. And uh, so they lifted that th- thing out of there and sat it on my trailer, and I drove it out to the camp, mm-hmm. and I had to hang it from the rafters of one of the picnic shelters because yeah. we didn't have anywhere to put it. Wrapped in 
uh, wrapped up in plastic. Plastic. And it just sat and there. And it sat there for another year or two. So finally. So now we have two halves of a of a really bad shape uh, log building. And a staircase. And a, a, a beautiful. So now, now we have staircase. to make it two story. Now we do. So the money comes from the the widow lady right? that passed away. And so we poured concrete. I remember that day. It was raining. It was, it was it the was hardest cold. thing I've ever done in my life. But before that happened, yeah. before that happened, someone came to you and said, let's ask to see the plans or whatever. And we were only going to do the 1,200 square feet. Yeah. And he says, no, you need to. Dixon Gunn. Yeah, you need he to He's an add architect. On, uh-huh. You need to add on some more to that. You're not and, thinking big enough. That's right. He came to me and drew plans for a. Another wing coming off the side of this house with an upstairs that went all the way across the original building and then kept going across the top of a two-car garage. And I was like, now you're talking. Right. So we uh, start. But we everything's poured, done by donations. Yeah, so, so. We, so we poured the concrete, which was a, a, a huge ordeal. Right. And I didn't have enough help and it took forever. But uh, And the moving company came back and mm-hmm. stuck the halves of the... The, the building house. back up onto the mm-hmm. foundation. And it sat again. And then it just sat there for a while until um, some. I, I, went, I went into a men's ministry meeting and told a story about uh, helping the kids catch fish out at the camp or something. And I told about a story about how the first time I caught fish, I, I caught a sunfish up in Echo Lake here in the Flathead Valley because I grew up here. And I we peed my pants because the, I was so excited that this when fish was coming. Yeah, I was a little boy. And they thought that that story was so endearing and loved it so much, the picture of the excitement of these boys and girls getting to catch their first year at camp, that people just started to donate. Yeah. Uh, every meeting we would have, pastor would take up an offering and money would come in and people would donate tile and bathtubs and an, a, a man who worked at ORU, had access to some oak trees that had blown down in the wind when Oral was there. And the Oral asked for those logs, specific trees, to be saved for a project that he wanted, and uh, they never used them. And so this man made a mantle for the fireplace in, in that place bedroom. out of one of Oral Roberts' oak trees that had blown. It was just fun. It was just, not that that means anything, but it was just fun. And uh, People donated... Um, Granite countertops. Yeah, we had granite countertops. We had Italian tile. We had a two-person jacuzzi tub in the master bedroom with a a fireplace fireplace in the bedroom. And uh, when we had to frame up the addition wing that went off the side, uh, God sent a a trained uh, apartment builder to frame that part of the building. Without any blueprints, he cut everything for us and threw it up to us from the ground uh, just by n- knowing what to do, it was like an angel the, from God was it showed up. Huh? Was it for the yeah, dormers? Yeah, for the for the dormers and and the roof and uh, just just amazing things kept happening to where. Uh, and then we covered that wing with a uh, log siding so that it would look like the whole thing was a log home. And he cleaned and, uh, up the old logs and. Inside and outside, it was a log. It turned home. out beautiful, it was gorgeous. My brother-in-law was a rock stove. mason, uh-huh. and he built a hearth for our wood stove out of some uh, Colorado River rock. Yeah. And 
we had it was beautiful. it was gorgeous, beautiful. Somebody donated all the appliances too. We, yeah, had, we had a uh, double wall oven, and we had fancy stuff six in there. Or eight burner um, propane uh, propane cooktop. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was just amazing. We went from falling through the floor of a trailer house uh, to living in a twenty four hundred square foot brand new log home, four bedrooms with four bedrooms and uh, two and a half baths. Two bath. and a half baths, and and uh. So we tell this story to encourage you. You know, God God listens to our faith. Uh, the Bible says that a man eats the fruit of his lips. So if we would have said, oh, you know, this job is just so medium and we're always going to live in this subpar stuff and we're just going to have to endure, you know, all of this and, and God will be happy because we're sacrificing living in a house that's actually a house instead of falling through the floor of this old junky thing. And instead, we were like, no, let's believe God for something better. And it was a wild dream. It was a wild belief mm-hmm. because, again, there was nothing like that on the camp that that was not that nice. Right. And, uh, and God was listening. Yeah. And I had a woman of God, uh, Sharon Doherty, that was listening with me. And she said, well, I'll pray with you. Yeah. It was almost kind of funny because her husband wouldn't, but she did. <laughs> and uh, but and there it, it's still sitting it's there. there today. And we hosted uh, famous uh, preachers mm-hmm. and prophets and there, uh, speakers in the in our own house, and uh, we're able to offer them something nice to stay in. And uh, it, uh, we had home meetings in there where we could uh, ho- uh, use our gift of hospitality and. Right. And we would sit and prophesy to each other, encourage each other. And uh, the whole staff of the camp at one time, we would have like 30 young people working with us. And they would all come in there and we'd have stupid movie stupid night movie with night. ice creams <laughs> and, and pizza or something. And I, we just used that thing to glorify God in, yeah. in so many ways. And um, I know there's people listening today, Marla, that you have a dream. Yeah. That there's something that you just know this is this is what it's how it's supposed to be. It could be it could be anything. We're telling you a story about a house, but well, and people have dreams, and they might share their story or their dream with somebody, and they might might not get the response that they would right. like to get. Right. I mean, my senior pastor, whom I respect in a, a lot, uh, couldn't see board. it. He, yeah, he didn't have that vision. And, yeah, and he he couldn't see it, but but somebody did. So so don't. Don't listen to public opinion. Don't don't If God gives you a dream. Yeah, you hold on to that. Yeah. Find find scriptures that agree with what you're praying about, believe in God for, and just stay stay there and thank him for it. And, and don't just limit it to what you can dream. Dream bigger because that's right. if it's, it's not, possible, then it's then that's right. it needs to be impossible for God to get involved. This whole story is impossible right? from the very beginning. I, I mean, mean, I wish this had pictures because the pictures of this home. Yeah, was if just you amazing. could just see it, it was it was absolutely beautiful with that oak staircase mm-hmm. going right up in the middle of the home mm-hmm. and uh, uh, up that, out of there. Yeah, it was an open floor plan. So yeah. the kitchen. The living room, downstairs living room, and the dining room. One of the guys in the church made us cabinets for the whole house for free. Yeah. The hickory cabinets. Custom cabinets. Beautiful. I mean. There's just so many stories about that house. I I know. I'm starting to remember more of them as we go. Yeah. We can't even begin to tell you all of them because there were so many miracles in that house. And so uh, God still does creative miracles today. He does things that will blow your mind. Yeah. 
we've we've seen him be, since then that that one experience has given us the boldness and the courage to trust God when when he said one day he said I want you to leave the camp and I want you to move and I and I'm not going to tell you where and I'm like, okay, Great. I trust you, God, because you never let us down. You've Got always four kids now at this time, and a dog, and all kinds of furniture now. And and we did a few months later after we prepared the next guy to take over, we left. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been a journey ever since. We pastored a, a couple faith, churches faith and journey. been to many nations of the earth, encouraging the body of Christ. So. Uh, and now we're doing podcasts, and we're yeah, on the here radio. we are talking to you, telling us this, telling you this story. I never would have dreamed that I would have a podcast. Right? It's right? just uh, like I'm still living in, in in the impossible. Sometimes we just limit ourselves. We we think, well, I can only do this much. I live in this really small town, or I'm not a, I'm not someone who's famous. I don't have a lot of money, et cetera, et cetera. We have all these excuses, but we all serve the same God. Yeah. He's all of us serve the same big God. And not only are we limiting ourselves and our own blessing, but we're limiting God. God God wants to give good things to his children. He wants for us to have what we need to carry out uh our ministry, uh, whatever that is to you, whatever whatever it is that you need. Maybe you believe in God for a a book published or a, a computer so that you can start writing your book. I mean, wherever you're at, just just thank God that He puts good things in your hand if you've got a purpose for it. Right. If it's right. not selfishness, we're not trying to get rich by uh, pulling the s- slot machine arm on the side of God and make Him give us things. But no, we're triple sevens. Or we, yeah, we're we're <laughs> we believe in the in the heart of a good Father right. who cares about His children and provides for what we need. Right. To fulfill and, uh, the call and destiny on I mean, each of our we've, lives. We've yes. seen medical bills, $40,000 worth of medical bills paid for 100%. Uh, we've, we, we've seen plane, plane tickets come in where we didn't have any money to go, and our whole trip would get paid for. Matter of fact, one time we were getting ready to go on, we were planning a whole year's worth of ministry, right. and one guy asked me how much that was going to cost and wrote a check for the whole year's worth of plane trips. But we need to say something about that one, because we didn't, we we yeah. tried to limit. I I still had a, even after all the miracles yeah. I'd seen up to that point, I didn't tell the guy the truth. I I reduced the we amount to make by it, like $10,000, yeah, yeah. and he said, okay, I'll call you right back. Well, he had been listening to Holy Spirit, and he knew I wasn't telling him the right amount. So he calls me back, and he goes, okay, tell me the right amount. And I was just so embarrassed. I was so, I I knew that the amount was $10,000 more, so I told him, you know, 26000 or something, twenty right At around there. At that time, there. yeah. And he goes, okay, I'll have the check uh, ready for you tomorrow. And <laughs> even though I wanted to limit God yeah. and limit how much I yeah. could do that year. God was like, no, I need you to go to this, this many places because these people need to hear about me the way you say it. So he made, he made a way even when I couldn't see it. And so I'm not saying you have to be perfect at this, but I think that we had put our trust and our whole heart in God, and he knew that we were going to use that money for his glory. So he was like, I'm making sure you guys right, get this. Right, right. Uh, I don't know how to, I don't, I'm not, I can't suppose what God was thinking, but 
He was—he uh, had to have been uh, laughing when I didn't say the right, right. amount to begin he with. He was like, uh-huh, right, I'll get you on this one. But, you know, we do limit God. we He's got such big plans for everyone. Yeah. And we have this little human thinking, and we don't have the faith to even try, and yeah. he's got so much for us to do. Yeah, people that will pray for their loved ones until they get saved. They just pray, they pray, they pray for years, year after year after year, and then every single family member in their family is is born again. Yeah. And so it's it's what do you, what are you what's your ministry? What is call God called you to do? And uh what do you have in your hand? Go go get started because he already gave you what you need to get started. And uh and don't despise small beginnings well, because we could have been upset that that we, that's not a real log home. Right? But God made it into he one. He did. I drilled that thing and put wood dowels in and Man, and if we had put a fireplace there. over top of the, one of the seams mm-hmm. on one side and the mm-hmm. kitchen was over the seams on the other side so you couldn't you see where it was cut in half. Mm-hmm. I mean, so don't don't get all bent out of shape when your beginning doesn't look perfect. Right. Because God's on his way to giving you the full deal. Well, the thing we used to always say was something to, something to the effect of if time wasn't an option or money wasn't an issue or what was, there was three things. I can't remember what they were, but if, if it, if, if nothing could stop you, what would you do today? Yeah. And then dream that. Yeah. Dream it with God and see what he'll do. Uh, because he's the, he's the great dreamer. He, his, we're his dream. Jesus came and made his dream a reality that we all get to be part of his family. And then he says, now, I have to go back to the Father. I've given you the ability to be my lookalike partners in the earth. I, now you go do the same thing I did. And but so we're God's dream. He works in in, in the dream realm. He he gave Joseph dreams. He gave mm-hmm. there's there's I don't know how many three hundred dreams in the know. Bible there's or some crazy number. Mm-hmm. And and uh, so God's not afraid of using a dream. So what what is in your heart if? If, and it doesn't if, matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how much it's going to cost. How wh- no, whatever the limitations are that are in the natural, what would you do if all of those were taken care of? And then set that before God and and thank Him that that thing is on the way. And it is. Yeah. It is. So we we've just, got big dreams. So, yep. We've got really big dreams, bigger than our. We're still dreaming. We're still dreaming. We haven't stopped, and we're <laughs> not going one, to. The last one we dreamed took all the breath out of the room in our own house. So uh, God keeps expanding your faith, right? And uh, He just keeps start. showing up, and just He keeps start providing. Doing, start dreaming. So again. we release your miracle to come. We release your faith to, to dream again yes. to come. And then uh, we just release the joy of seeing your prayers answered like we we get to have. Yeah. I mean, we'll never forget that house. Oh, my goodness. We'll never forget God reaching in and saying, here, I am honoring your faith. I'm honoring yeah. what you said out loud in yeah. front of all those people because you said it in my name. Yeah. And so you can do it, too. We believe in you and uh, can't Most wait to hear the God testimonies that come you. from you. Yeah, right? God believes in you, too. He does. He does. So thank you for being with us thank today. Thank you. We look forward to talking and sharing again the next time on The Church Doctors. Thanks for joining us on The Church Doctors podcast. For more information or to contact us, please visit our website at outpouringintl.com.